People of Earth, how are you? My name is Al. Across the table from me is my friend Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm doing good, Al. And you've tuned in to something called Kinda Right. It's our podcast, of which this is the roughly 114th edition. The 114th edition of Kinda Right. Kinda Right. And we kind of have no listeners, but we kind of enjoy it. Yeah, and we're both actively uh, beginning therapy, not together, (laughs) separately. Not group therapy. And we find that, you know what, this is kind of therapy sometimes, too. It is very, this is very therapeutic. Sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Al and I are both uh, mentally ill. (laughs) And... And I, I don't know whether I agree with that, Al. I think that we're both normal. We're just overly sensitive guys. That's no, what we, it is. We both think way fucking. Yeah, too that's much. what it is. I'm sensitive. I'm, I think too much. There's too much thinking going on, and not there should enough. be less thinking and just more stimulus and response, like a fucking amoeba. If I could just be like 79, well, 99 percent of the general human population, and just be an amoeba. Maybe, you know, it'd be better. Stimulus and response, Joe. Yeah. Be like Pavlov's dog. Well, you just... What you want to do... It's drool when you smell a good steak. <laughs> Here's one of the problems. And this is just going to... Al and I have discussed this already. If you are someone that has above average intelligence and unfortunately I believe we both do and I say unfortunately because some of the happiest people that I've I've known are not dumb people but they are people that can do a repeated task over and over again <sighs> some who can do it and I'm not talking about like digging ditches I'm talking about people that can make a, a you know a lot of money by they have something that works and they just do it over and over again and they do it very well and right. and and they uh, and they make a well several of them make fabulous livings. I, however, cannot do that. I am in this in a situation where I I cannot do the same thing. I have to do. You know, and I I build houses for a living, so on a project basis, it's it just barely keeps me interested. But at least there's a beginning and to an end, and an end to each one. Yeah. And I forget what I was going to say before this we started the show, but it doesn't really matter. So we kind of both just I don't know why did we decide were we talking about it? Did once were you talking about it before me? What? I knew I had to go see somebody. I got to go see somebody. No, we, going to get a checkup from the neck up is not a bad idea. I've been batting it around for a long time. You know what I mean? And I finally made a conscious decision that, you know, I could probably use a little help here. You know what I mean? Mostly my thing was is the fucking, how come I take care of myself in 12 to 18 month spurts and then I go 72, 84 months of not taking care of myself? You know what I mean? As far as the exercising and the eating, 
the drinking has always been a problem. And one of the reasons I quit drinking a month ago, other than the fact that I fucking, you know, was on a bad binge. And one of the reasons why is I knew I was going to start the counseling and I wanted to not be drinking when I started the counseling. You know what I mean? That's yeah. one of the reasons. Now, I've, it's harder every day not to drink. And I'm, maybe you're getting sick of hearing that. It's the truth. It's harder every day. It's not easier. Mentally. No, I, f- I f- forget. So I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm hoping that this one-on-one counseling will help. But uh, you, you, now, we were just it, talking why about. Why is it harder every day? Is it because you you just know that you could you could have a few beers and it wouldn't bother you at all? Or? First of all, I wouldn't have a few beers. I would buy a, at least a pint of. If it was a pint, I would drink the whole thing of vodka quickly in about ten minutes. If uh, either that or big bottle of vodka, you know, that's probably two days of drinking. Um, And I don't mean a liter. I mean 1.75. That's like two days of drinking. Um, No, just because I miss how it made everything rattling around my head stop. It's been a month, a little over a month now since I've had a drink, believe it or not. as quick as month ever. Has it been a month? (laughs) Well, four weeks plus a day or two days. Holy shit. So, yeah, time flies. But, uh... Uh, fucking what I want is the rattling around in my head to go away without having to be drunk because the drunk's bad for your health anyway. You know what I mean? So it's good for my mental health, but it's not good for your mental health. It makes me feel better. Plus, it's fucking fun. <laughs> Drinking's fun. Drinking is fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, no, no. It, the A number one reason I like it is... I can relax and chill. It chills me out. I'm, that's it. It makes the fucking noise stop. I stop with the con- over-contemplating and everything. When I, you said when you get drunk, sometimes you contemplate more. I don't. I just don't. You know what I mean? I just live in the moment. I, I, fe- I feel like I live in the moment more when I'm drunk. See, that's the thing. It's, I'm talking about it like it's a lost lover. You know what I mean? It's a recently lost lover. Of mine. Well, you do like it. My heart is broken. You do like it. I fucking love it. And you're good at it. Wicked good at it, it turns out. Actually, that's the problem. I got not good at it. Because I can't just have one or two and just unwind. I have to drink until I get shit-faced. My problem is, is I don't have the stamina. You know, I used to be able to drink, and you and I have done did this together. Yeah, like eight or ten hours of fucking hardcore drinking. Right. And like a full time fucking job. I'd be hung over, but you know, it wouldn't be for three days. Yeah. And now if I get lightly drunk, you know, the thing is, I I was drinking those uh Bud Selects that I I just finally I just get sick of. Yeah, right. You know, so now I'm on this Mike's hard lemonade, which you can't drink a shitload of them. But if I get if I get Buzzed here. Yeah. I'm hung over. Like, I'll give you an example. I last yesterday I had there were three fireballs in there. I had three fireballs and three of these Mike's lemonades. Yeah. And I feel it right now. I hear you. I felt it this morning when I got up. And and I hate that feeling. You know, it's just that queasy, 
shitty. See, I know now that I was hungover, hungover every day, and I I didn't think I was hungover every day because I didn't feel hungover, but I was. And I think, you know, when I switched, I went from uh, Miller High Life Light, which was delicious, uh, ice cold, really good, really good beer. Yeah. And I, but I recognized that I that was causing me because I I would drink every day, and I would have you know. Maybe five or six beers every day. And if I had five or six of those, then I had a hangover. Yeah. Or at least, you know, a queasy, shitty feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, this got to, you know, how about these? uh..." Plus, I was thinking of the calories, too, because it's still, there was 110 calories, I think, in a can. So when I discovered the 55 Select, I didn't even realize that the alcohol level was was half. Right. And that was kind of a, like, I, unless there it was there was some hard liquor involved, like a few fireballs along with sure. it. Sure. I've never had a hangover drinking. For those of you who don't know, this is Budweiser Select 55, and it's got 2.4% alcohol. And to give that some perspective, an average beer has... Has five percent alcohol, and uh, you got to drink a lot of fucking two point four percent alcohol before beer before you get drunk. Yeah, you can drink seven or eight of them, and you get a little buzz. And you get—it's <laughs> just a nice little buzz. And, yeah. And because I'm not—I'm not looking to get fucking. You know, I like the actual process of drinking sure. and shooting the shit with people. Right. But I tend to be—you uh, know—I like drinking. The actual, I mean, as far as the actual, yeah, the interaction of, of it, yeah, everything, right. the whole thing, and I drink too fast. So, yeah. well, me too. And if I drink that fucking, you know, anything that's powerful, hard liquor, I'm in bed. I get like a four hour window. Yeah, see, not me. It's some weird, some fucking switch goes off, and if I don't go to bed after just a pint, it's gonna be a fucking leader, and then I'm going to bed. Yeah, well, you got to. You got to weigh whether it's tolerance or stamina. I believe it's just. Fuck. I think it's a little bit of everything. Because let's face it, I come from a long line of heavy, heavy, heavy boozers, and a lot of them on my father's mother's side died from it, from booze. Well, you're Italian, Lithuanian, and, and Polish. Lith- yeah, so there's a lot of drinking in that. And I'm oh, Irish yeah. and English. And uh, what else? A little bit of Swede. Everybody from countries where everyone's a fucking drunk. Let's, fa- let's face it. If, if you're everyone's fucking, a fucking if, drunk. Yeah, well, but if you're of European descent, you're especially a drunk. Yeah. Well, especially Northern European. Yeah, right. Southern what the European. Fuck else like, are you going to you know, do? Italians don't. Southern Italians don't. You know, yeah, they, they do a little bit of wine. They do a little wine, but they do it in moderation. Tend not to be the French. Tend not to be shit faced all the time. Yeah, well, again, a little bit of wine. Yeah. Um, yeah, but with every meal, they're just not pounding it all day. Yeah, they're not drinking and seeing if they can get a whole fucking you know magnum of red wine down their gullet during dinner. Sounds like my wife. The, I've watched her drink a magnum of white wine on several occasions. By the way, I have to give her credit. She's uh Do you hold her by the hair while she's throwing up? No, she doesn't she's never puked, man. She can hold her fucking booze. That girl can drink. 
I will give her credit, though. She's down to drinking once or twice a week right now. She was on the everyday plan with me. But uh, she's. I told her, don't you do you, baby. I don't. Even the guys playing music, they're like, oh, you're not drinking. We won't. Drink. I'm like, fucking have a few beers while we're playing. I get it. You know what I mean? I, I Sure. You do you. I'm just doing me right now, you know? No, that's the thing. I've never. Um, I remember when Bob Malone quit years ago. I had just met him when he quit. And I never knew him when he drank. This guy, this is a guy who could, I, I've never seen anybody that could drink like this guy. And he just one day said, ah, I'm not drinking anymore. And, you know, we all laughed at him and yeah. thought it was a big fucking joke. And it's 20. 1998, 21 years. Yeah. He quit in 1998, right? 21 years later. Yeah. He hasn't had a drop. Wild, right? So he was. He just had enough. He said, "I, you know, I had enough. I had enough beer, and now I'm done with that." So there, there's there's very unique people out there that can just sort of shut it know, off, baby. Just turn it up. Well, yourself included. You, you have the ability to just stop. Yeah, but I don't know if Bob pined away for it like I'm pining away for it. No, he didn't. And Bob's a smart guy, by the way. Bob. That was very. That was an unusual experience to watch because yeah. you know he and I spent a lot of time together. He was framing several houses for me, and, yeah. um, and he just became this default. Like if we were going to go out, he was the he was the designated driver, and right. he could care less if you know he he enjoyed being around a bunch of people that were shit faced. Yeah, because it's kind of funny being the sober guy watching the. Well, he never really got drunk to be. He drank four hundred beers, but he was never, never really, shit faced. Right? He was never drunk. Drunk. Right. He just drank a suitcase a day. That's all. He was an unbelievable drinker. Yeah. The unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Fuck. What was I gonna say? Nah, I forget. I was, something about the pine and away. Ah, fuck. I don't remember. It's because my fucking brain's fried from drinking. <laughs> it is what it is. You know. Life's t- it's te- it's short, it's temporary, and yep. there's sometimes it sucks, and sometimes it's really good. And you know, I oh, you know what I was going to ask it's you? Seldom really good. It's some, it's a lot of times it's not bad. It's seldom a lot of times, really excellent. <laughs> you know, a lot of times it's pretty damn good. Yeah, but I often wonder if if. If you're thinking about your own problems too much, do you end up becoming just a narcissist? You know, where all you're doing is thinking about your own fucking issues. You know what I mean? I think narcissism is more about never, ever, 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 ever considering anybody else's feelings other than your own. So narcissism might be the wrong... I know what you're saying. Might be the wrong word for what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely... But you know where I'm coming from. It's sort I think of it's a, more selfish than narcissism. I think there are, there are people that look like I know of people that make they turn therapy into almost like you, what you were talking about. They're, the therapy becomes an addiction. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they can't make a decision now without going to their therapist. Well, that's kind of too bad too, isn't it? Yeah, well, and, and then on the other extreme, it's the people who dictate to their fucking therapist what the therapy will be. 
I was just listening to Chelsea Handler on fucking Stern today, and she says oh, she, she walked she walked into her therapist at the first meeting and said, "Listen, we're not talking about my parents or my childhood at all. What I want to do is just be a better person, and I want to figure out how I can just stop being annoyed by everybody. <laughs> Don't ask me about my parents." So, <laughs> and she dictated, and she said, "Any ask me about my parents anyway." <laughs> you know what I mean? Well. Don't dictate to your therapist. Although, again, that was part about what I said about being honest with the therapist. That's why I didn't want to have a woman. That's why I'm going to a guy. Right. Now I'm sitting back and analyzing, not my performance, but I'm analyzing myself in the session on this last one. And I definitely tried to steer him away from a couple things I didn't feel like talking about. I I wouldn't have a problem with a woman therapist. Only The the only problem is that a woman... And uh, and I say same goes for, you know, the 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 the, op- the opposite. Meaning, a woman going to see a man therapist yeah. is you can never. If I was a therapist, I could never put myself into a woman's shoes. Oh, you can't empathize. Yeah, I mean, how do you? I mean, you can kind of if you go to exactly what I'm talking. If he never had the problems that you had, he's still a guy. He still, sort of understands you. There's a leg up. There's a huge advantage in seeing somebody of, of the same sex right off the bat. And I would, I would, I'm not sophisticated on this, but I would argue with any anybody that wanted to say, oh, well, the training's the same and it doesn't now. I mean, I think you have to, you have to have an understanding of what it's like. It's like to be either a, a, a man or a woman right. in this society. And if, and so going to see a woman therapist, not that uh, I'm not opposed to it. It's just I think that's a long, much longer road. Well, here's another problem I have. You touched upon it at the beginning, and you didn't put it in this terms. But I have another problem in that your huge black cock. No, that's really not a problem. I uh, I I do think I'm smarter than most people. And people who I don't I don't have disdain for people who are not as smart as me, but who I have disdain for is people who are not as smart as me who think they're really smart. That's who I have fucking disdain for. And I'm unfortunately, I think this guy I'm seeing falls under that category. Now you're seeing an MD. No. PhD. Oh, I thought you said you see an MD. Yeah, I want to see I at least a PhD. You don't want to see an MD. Yeah, all right. No, that's cool. Well, that's what I'm. I know what you're saying. You're seeing. A, are you seeing you, a clinical psychologist or just psychologist? Well, he's he's got a PhD in. Okay, I don't know psychology or clinical psych. It's just two I different things. Know. That's all right. That's is, fine. Is he's there got a, a PhD. difference? Yeah, there is. He's got a PhD. That's cool. <clears throat> that's at least what I want. Because even if this guy has a master's degree and I don't. The MD I'm way fucking smarter than this guy. The MD wants to give you drugs. Well, the clinical psychologist wants to recommend what drugs for you to take as well, though. I want to. I want to go to the the cognitive. I believe this is the guy that I'm. He's a cognitive behavioral therapist. All right, cool. And that's what I need. And I need to. He's not a clinical psychologist, then. Well, I don't know what. I don't know what. What does that mean? They're the ones who. It's 50-50 on them whether you're getting whether they're recommending medicine for you. So oh. you're saying this guy's never going to recommend medicine either way. 
No. Not necessarily. A psychiatrist can prescribe medicine. I understand that. A clinical psychologist can't. No, I know, but they can recommend. Well, they can both. Any psychologist could say, well, I think you could. Yeah, right. You should see a psychiatrist. Right. Right. And, you know, they could forward you to somebody and say, I think that this drug might help, but you might, or an antidepressant might work with you, or, you know, some anti-anxiety shit, but... uh, a psychologist and a clinical psychologist. Is there a... Look at that. Fucking Google knows what a... A counseling psychologist has a stronger focus on healthy individuals who have fewer pathological mental problems. A clinical psychologist has a stronger focus on those with a psychosis right. or other serious mental illness. Right. This goes back to the them taking over some degree of the work previously reserved for psychiatrists. psychiatrists. And so I believe this guy is a clinical psychologist. Okay, cool. Awesome. That's nice. But I don't know that. I'm going to look that up, though, right now. To see if he is indeed a clinical psychologist? Yeah, I don't... Look, what you want to have... This is the way I look... Look at things. You have your subconscious is a huge part of your life, whether you know it or not, and it's your subconscious. You probably don't because it's your subconscious. So (laughs) there's some shit that needs to be. Look, I did the medication. I had great, (coughs) great results with the medication, and that's worked for years. But there's something else that's fucking. You know, and it's a, it's a, I guess it's a process. You know, and it, and he was asking me, you know, is this like fucking midlife crisis shit? Do, do you are you thinking? And he and I don't, you know, to be honest, I think I'm lying. I don't even think he asked it. I think he said what caught me, and I had to correct him. Was hey, dude, I'm not fucking middle age. Yeah, it's beyond you're old. I'm 55 years yeah, you're old. You're not middle aged. Middle age is, you know, 40 to maybe 50 or well, 35 to 50. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm in the last I'm in the last third. You're in the home stretch, baby. So, I've crested the hill. Yeah, you're a senior citizen. <laughs> um the uh I don't know about that. Senior well, citizen 55 Fifty-five. Senior, senior citizen. citizen to me is somebody that's like retired and sixty-five or older. Just yeah, just sort of fucking showing the signs of being. I mean, fifty-five. You're a senior citizen. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. How old? How, how old do you have to be to be a senior citizen? <laughs> He's looking it up. Fifty-five. All right, you were right. Sixty-five. 65 you know what it is? Citizen? I think 55, you could join the old school Golden Agers Club. When you're 55, you can join the Golden Agers Club, <laughs> which is an actual fucking uh, social club for old people. So, yeah, 65 is a senior citizen. I guess that's why that used to be, that's when you collected your fucking your, uh, retirement. He's a clinical psychologist. Yeah. psychologist. Well, you're good. He's one of these guys who can run all the tests and tell you what the fuck's wrong with you. He can also give you an IQ test. He specializes in mood and anxiety disorders, including trauma. 
His special area of interest includes individual development, relationship issues, and family dysfunction. Oh, yeah. So this guy covers the gamut. <coughs> yeah. But he's probably smarter than you. I hope so. Yeah, right. See, I'm not sure my guy is, so... It, it doesn't matter. It's a whole different. I, we're doing two different things right now. I'm. We're doing two different things. Right now, not the same thing. Hey, have you seen these? Uh, did you see any headlines today? Well, it's strange you asked, Joe. Did you see your boy Julian Assange was arrested I this morning that. and charged in London and is going to be extradited to the U.S. I, I really don't like this at all. How did they I, I, get him? Did he go out to get some fruit or something? I mean, did no, they barge no, no, into no. the Ecuadorian embassy? Ecuadorian. Something happened where I believe the Ecuadorian said, look, this dude's been on the fucking embassy for seven years. Oh, the Ecuadorians are fed up. With, they, it lost get, its luster. We gotta, well, we got to <laughs> get rid of him. And I guess they used a, you know, and I'm sure that there was... I'm sure that there was some fucking um, subterfuge, huh? Subterfuge? I don't know what that means. Okay. I'm sure that there was some there was some prodding by the British government, and you know, and uh, basically the Ecuadorian said that uh, you know he sort of they gave a bullshit answer like where we. We're revoking his, uh, whatever it is, his uh, asylum because he, you know, he broke some of the rules, which he got, meaning he got political and whatever. But I, I think these, you know, you need guys like fucking Assange and and Snowden. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, it, it, Snowden fucking... Our government was. There's a reason why there's a Second Amendment. And that Second Amendment is so that when the government gets so fucking out of hand that people can go start shooting government people. Well, I think the Second and Amendment was more about when the government comes to take something from you, you can protect yourself and well, say you're not the, taking it's it. It's when the fucking government becomes tyrannical. Right. And so. When the government is fucking spying on their own people, that's ter that's tyranny, mm. you know. And so what's what? Ed, Snowden to me is a fucking hero. And anybody that wants to call Snowden a pussy, um, why don't you think about this for a second? Do you have the balls to go out and do something? Knowing that you could never come back to your fucking home ever again. And that took some kind of balls, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the guy's living in Russia. He doesn't want to be living in Russia. Well, he's I'm living telling there. you. And, uh, you know, and he did that out of a sense of responsibility that this is wrong. You know, and I... I've, I reward that greatly, and that was under the transparent Obama administration, which which is a great segue into the lunatics who are now coming out 
We have a headline. Barr sounds more and more like Trump's Roy Cohn. We should be alarmed by the uproar over Barr. Uh, Barr has got up and oh, Chuck Todd tears into Barr for feeding conspiracy theory. Really, Chuck? Conspiracy theory like uh, like Russian collusion? Right. Which you and your fucking asshole mainstream media pals have been fucking feeding for the last two years? I mean, this is craziness. And there was absolutely... This, it's, it's not... This isn't a question. This is a fact. There were about queries done at the NSA concerning people that were on the Trump campaign. And those were queries that were not... The, the head of the NSA at the time, Mike Rogers, caught on to this. And 10 days after Trump won, was, was elected went to Trump's fucking office and told Trump, they're spying on you. You got to get the fuck out of here. And the next day, this is, this is like the 19th of November. Because he, what did he, he went on the 9th? 8th. Or, 8th I think it was the 8th, yeah. Like the 18th, 19th of November. Trump fucking didn't have another meeting in Trump Tower. Left. Mm-hmm. And went to Bedminster, Bedminster, New Jersey, and that's because they were fucking. They were. They had his phone. They had his phones tap. Kids, I can't speak. They, 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 they were listening to his fucking staff. And they have this thing called, and this is part of this. Uh, if you ever want to see it. And he's got a podcast now, Dan Bongino. It's very interesting. And I'm not saying this is the, you know, this guy just put it together in a summary that was so, it made so much sense, you know. And again, there's more, there's always more to it. There's always more nuance to it. Just because two people know each other or work together doesn't mean that they're, you know, in cahoots to fucking get rid of the president. But it looks like a lot of people were. And we're talking about James Clapper, who was head of the NSA, we're talking about John Brennan, who was CNN, uh, for, who was a CIA guy who fucking hated Trump. We're talking about James Comey, who FBI director, who was the FBI director, and several high McCabe, Andrew McCabe, who was the, I believe, the assistant director. Deputy and then we've got that Peter Stork, was who was who was part of the Hillary Clinton investigation team, who was talking to his girlfriend via text about how he's not going to allow Trump to become president. Mm. This is fucking bad. This is bad shit. You had Susan Rice, who basically, if someone goes down, it's going to be Susan Rice. Nobody deserves to go down more than she does because she's a fucking arrogant piece of shit. Because she, she basically was... To, to somebody's name is on these fucking about queries. Right. When they're, you know, they're... And the deal is, you can get the fucking... Uh, the way it was explained is, y- if you get permission to fucking monitor the janitor at Trump Tower, they got a two-hop rule. So anybody the janitor talks to, 
you can investigate. And anyone they talk to, you can investigate. So basically, you've got everybody. Right. You know what I mean? So they were fucking... And Barr came right out and said, oh, no, they were spying on the Trump campaign. Mm. And, you know, and he said to the to Democratic senator who was, you know, saying, well, why are you... Well, as much as we don't want Russians interfering, we certainly don't want other parties or anybody interfering. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. You know, and we should find that out. So now the real investigation, the whole thing that Dan Bongino laid out was that the whole Mueller investigation was a fucking ruse to distract from the real issue, which was the Obama administration was spying on the fucking Trump campaign. Right. And that, that's, the, that's the fucking bottom line. From early on, too, even from before it looked like he was going to lay waste in the well, field. And then you got, you, you've got the fucking evil cunt who, if there's anybody colluding with the Russians, it's Hillary fucking Clinton. I'm making a, I'll make a little prediction that if Trump's reelected, which he will be, I'm going to make a prediction that Hillary ends up indicted, or at least somebody really close to Hillary ends up indicted. Because of what? At the end because of what? Because of the, f- the, the fucking whole email thing. I mean, the, the whole thing was covered up. I mean, if you listen to James Comey stand there and indict Hillary Clinton and then say that no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute her because she didn't intend to do anything wrong, right? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. out of your fucking mind if you believe that that song and dance. Right. You know, that guy's full of shit. James Comey was 100% in the Hillary Clinton tank, thought there was no way Trump was going to win, and he fucking sold his soul to the Clinton devil. Right, and when he was not not a happy man, when uh, when she lost, when she lost, right? None of them were happy. A lot of them were scared shitless. Yeah, right. And that's the reason why we had this fucking meaning. Barr is going back now. I don't know who Barr is. Do you don't have any idea on his well, history? He, was, he this is his second go around as uh, attorney general. He was attorney general under Poppy. For a little while, for a couple of years, when he was a young man, in his late thirties, early forties. Oh, really? Under yep. Herbert Walker? Yep. From fucking eighty-eight to ninety-two, yeah. and he's been a guy who's been around the Justice Department for most of his career. Now, whether working for them as a lawyer or in an appointed position or as a lawyer arguing so this, cases in front of the Supreme Court. So this is an established Washington dude. He's a he's yeah, he's not an outsider. He's the very definition of an he's probably the biggest insider who is in Trump's camp. So you more so than Mike Pence. He's a bigger insider than Mike Pence. So you years can't, wise. You can't say this guy's a fucking Trump lackey. You know. He's not a Trump lackey, but he's a he's a he's the all he is as much as Donald Trump is the ultimate outsider. Barr is an insider, right? But he's also what he's I'm also he's, he's also a he's also a, a partisan insider. Well, he's a Republican. Yeah, dyed in the wool. 
Which is what you want if you're a fucking Republican candidate. Well, obviously, I'm just I'm just saying putting that out there but, as well. He's been around, but he's no fucking bipartisan, straight up the middle dude. No, but that's not. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it is. He may be a partisan as far as his political beliefs, but right. he's not going to do anything against. The guy doesn't seem like he's he's. You don't. I don't think you last that long by breaking the. He's law. a massive, massive fan of the Constitution. Yeah. And what we had was some fucking shenanigans going on. Yeah. Now that this collusion thing has all been proven to be bullshit, which it, it was, uh, anybody with half a brain knew it was bullshit from the get-go. Um, now the real issues, like he's he's said right to right to the fucking Senate Oversight Committee. He's, he's like, uh, we want to find out, you know, why this. We want to go back to the genesis of why this special counsel was even put together. Right. You know, and we want to find, we know that there well, was. Well, Adam Schiff will let you know that. Oh, yeah. We And we know, he didn't say we think there was spying. He said we know there was spying. Right. Because the fucking NSA records are there. Right. There's Obama's president. There are people looking up illegally on the NSA database people at uh, at the Trump administration and then they tried to use that fucking and then when they got bagged <coughs> they tried to do a fucking end run and use that that bullshit uh, fucking uh, steel dossier right which was which was literally a work of fiction well no it was a it was a article that was written like eleven years ago in two thousand seven, or t- you know, at the time, nine years ago. What, whenever they in two thousand seven, in which they literally like it had Manafort, but it was written, it was written for a different person, right? But Manafort was in it, and like they like literally erased names and put took a name out and put Trump in there instead of whoever it was supposed to be for right and it was a fucking doctored manufactured thing right and the FISA court said this isn't fucking evidence and then I forget I forget how they actually pulled it off but they actually they did get some I, I think they got I don't even know if they ever got FISA warrants so I mean this is a there's gonna be some crazy shit coming out and I think there's some Scared people, but the you think Obama's scared? Um, I if I were I don't know. Is I, Eric Holder scared? I'd be concerned if I was Eric Holder. Trump's fucking ruthless, you know, and he does not like. I don't know whether this this is one of these things where he's going to let this slide. He doesn't tend to let when somebody attacks him. Right. Like this was he called this whole thing a fucking witch hunt, which from his perspective turns out it was a witch hunt. Right. And from my very casual observer, you know, observing Trump over the years, 
you fuck with Trump, he's going to fuck with you ten times as hard. And I think this, uh, after he's reelected, you know, you can't run your whole second term going after people. Well, I mean, that, but I think it's going to be. Well, I think that's good analysis because I think he can't start it until after. Well, he's got to get through this 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 a uh, next election cycle, right? And, and then but it it's sounds time. like Barr. Because he might be a lame duck president anyway, you know what I mean? Well, and Barr is a, you know, even though he's Trump's attorney general, he's autonomous from Trump for the most right. part. I mean, that's the way it's set well, up. Other than being able to be fired at any, you know, at Trump's right, whim. I mean, it's crazy for anybody to, like, Rod Rosenstein is still there. Yeah, I mean, if anyone was going to get fired, that guy was. And Rod Rosenstein is all fucking tied up. Now, again... He knows he is. He has worked with all of the fucking players that are on the on the left, and it raises a lot of flags. Now it doesn't mean that there's any you know there's smoke there, but doesn't mean there's any fire. But at the same time, you know you can't. If this fucking whole investigation was set up to cover up. For the Obama administration spying on Trump, this this is going to be a fucking shit show and a fun one. Yeah, like I said though, and we Donald's smart. He won't start until I don't know what's the next one. By the way, he got elected on November sixth. The next one's November eighth, and uh, he he'll start around November ninth. <laughs> On all that shit, I'm so sure, you know. Chuck Todd tears into bar for feeding conspiracy theory. Somebody ought to take Chuck Todd out and fucking euthanize him. <laughs> Not only is he... Chuck is dumb. And he's got the... And I mean, it's the per he Trump is like Bob Malone. He's got these perfect nicknames. So fucking sleepy. Oh eyes. yeah, everyone's and every got time a I look nickname. at it, I'm watching his eyes, and he's like, he does, he does, he has these like, I don't, you know, and it's mean. It's a mean, you know, because obviously the guy's awake, but right, he he looks like he may be nodding off at any minute. You know what I mean? Right. Talking to that microphone for a second. Yeah. Uh, so by the way. There were a couple other guys who were in front of judges, not just uh, Julian Assange. And the thing I was just looking up before you said talk, but did you hear about, you know who Greg Craig is, right? Great name, by the way. Greg Craig, the former White House counsel under Barack, he's been charged with something, and I fucking meant to look it up, and I, I don't know with what. He wasn't just... I don't think it had anything to do with Obama. Testifying. I think it's something he did something else. afterwards. Okay. Um, I don't know. And they're saying that this is a very um, zealous... His lawyers are so Well, of course they're going to say it. But yeah. this is a very zealous thing that Mueller is going after. Because um, they're going to charge him. Oh, yeah. That's what it looks like. And it's not just fingering a dog. <laughs> no, I don't think he fucked a dog or fingered one or licked a cat's Knuckle ass. Knuckle deep in one. What's his name again? Greg Craig. So G-R-E-G Craig with the A-I I can, in the sink. I can get the lowdown on this. Yeah, I don't really know the whole lowdown. And another guy who was uh, <laughs> 
Fucking Michael Avenatti is facing 36 oh, criminal counts. I heard, I heard a, a... And a bunch of civil shit, but... Like a blip of that. Oh, he's fucked. And for a second, for a second, fucking... Were, the liberal fucking media a year ago was thinking Michael Avenatti had enough juice to run for fucking president of the United States. I know. Isn't that something? It's amazing. It just goes to show you Trump's a fucking snake oil salesman. Trump, brilliant. Michael Avenatti, moron. Douchebag, moron. Just. Oh, and he was like all kinds of like, he was stealing money from clients and. Bribing Nike. Like literally bribing a major fucking footwear company (laughs) to get some money. I want to say, Greg. Not bribing, sorry. Blackmailing. He tried blackmail. Right. It was blackmail, not bribe. Jesus Christ. Greg Craig was apparently some sort of like foreign fucking, you know, if you're working with a foreign person, you're supposed to disclose, you know. Oh, tax wise? No, no. It's like you're supposed to fucking say, I'm working with this, and this person is, you know. I got you. When you're dealing with the government, you're supposed to say. Wait. Be transparent? <laughs> yeah. He learned from his ex-boss. Actually, I don't think he was... I don't think Obama was his boss. He actually... Yeah, Obama was well, his boss. Well, he was indicted. Here we go. He was indicted on two counts of making false and misleading statements to investigators, including special counsel Robert Mueller's team, in connection with his work on behalf of Russia-backed former president of Ukraine, Viktor Yanukovych. Yeah. Craig is the first prominent Democrat to be <laughs> indicted in a case arising from Mueller's now completed probe into Russian election. So here we go. The only one in the whole Russian collusion case that had anything to do with fucking Russia is a Democrat. How many more, Joe? How many more? You know? Like that was work doing it in the time frame in which, like Paul Manafort did shit with, you know, the Ukraine or somebody Moscow ten fucking, years yeah, ago, right? You know, long before Trump ever ran. Yeah, right. I'm very. Uh, I don't know if Julian Assange disappears or goes to li- jail for fucking life. I don't know that. I, I believe if they get him to the United States, they're gonna, they're gonna, he's gonna be surrounded by fucking civil rights lawyers. Yeah, and and this is why you know there's some people that don't like the ACLU, but I'm a fucking fan. Yeah, I mean even though this there's some shit I disagree with, but I mean they're hard and fast on like fucking First Amendment issues, right, and. This is, this is, we need to have, you know, this now, is another thing that came out of the Obama administration. Yeah. Nobody went after whistleblowers, and I mean in a bad way. Now, he was the one who gave Chelsea Bradley, whatever the fuck, Manning, the information that he used, or was it the other way around? He's no, tied into the no. Chelsea Manning case, Assange. Yeah, Chelsea Manning gave Gave Assange. Assange. Right, right, right. And... Obama, I believe, pardoned Chelsea Manning, didn't he? Pardoned, or at least... The dude's not in jail. Well, he... Chelsea Manning was... Uh, was he a guy that's now a girl? Yeah, or a yeah, girl yeah. That's now a yeah, guy? he was Bradley Manning. Now Bradley he's Manning, yes. Yeah. 
So, I mean... By the way, nobody on the mainstream media, or the media period, calls him Bradley. He's Chelsea. I. By the way, I still call Caitlin Bruce. <laughs> I think it's pretty... Nobody would. Nobody prosecuted whistleblowers more than the Obama administration. Yeah, they didn't like that shit because um, they, they, they. The most transparent. Like I've said it before, it's it a is. fucking joke. It's, 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 it is the absolute. It's a joke. It's a, it was they a lawyerly so promise, not transparent, right? Because I believe, I think here's the deal with Barry. Barry is. Such a fucking egomaniac. Look, you know you have to be an egomaniac to, to run for president. Yeah. You got you to gotta be somewhat. You got to be kind of a lunatic. Right. But he's such a fucking egomaniac because, you know, this guy, even Hillary Clinton, and I, I, it pains me to say this, was way more qualified than Barack Obama. I agree. Um, that's from her tenure as first lady, not as senator, too. I would take Barack Obama over her in a heartbeat if I had to do vote for one or the other tomorrow. Yeah. But still, she's she's probably more qualified. Yeah. This guy had no business being president, except that he won. Right. And that's that's how we do it here. Yep. He got more electoral votes than fucking... John McCain and then Mitt Romney. Yeah. So, but he's a piece, he's very thin skinned. He is not a thin, he's not a thick skinned cat. And he doesn't like bad shit being said about him. And he doesn't like, uh, you know, he doesn't take kindly to uh, dissent amongst his Constructive criticism? Yeah. He's not good at it. Well, I guess in a way you could say the same thing about old Donald, but I know what you're saying. Well, the thing about Trump that makes him different than Obama is Trump just comes out and blasts the person. Right. <laughs> Obama does it in a nefarious little sneaky fucking way. Yeah, Chicago style. You know, like uh, you don't really know unless you dig into it how many I mean if you type in Obama uh, prosecution of whistleblowers and something like that into Google you will find like Obama one of the most uh, you know worst presidents for whistleblowers ever right you'll get some sort of a headline and you can read you can read articles on on both sides you know you can read it from uh, People at Fox News, and you can read it from people at the Washington Post, or the New York Times. It's not. He also deported a fuckload of people. Yeah. You know, there was a fuckload of people being thrown out of the country, which I'm not saying that's it's it's you know part of his job. It's just that you know, come on. I mean, if you're gonna, you gotta have until there is no more scarcity. You can't fucking have a country without a border. You know, Nancy Pelosi says that of course there's room for all the asylum seekers. That was today or yesterday. Of course there's room. Well, I I would imagine we could we could make room for a lot of people. It's just, yeah. you know, 
are we going to allow people that want to dictate? I, I guess you look at it like this. Are they here for asylum? Meaning, you know, are they going to be killed if they're sent back home? Most probably not. Or is it just that, you know, it would be a lot better to live here? Well, I mean, going to get some benefits anyway as soon as you get here. You know, I'm not, I'm not even going along with that. I mean, in the sense that I, I don't think they're here to get freebies. I think they're here no, they're because here to they want to work. Yeah, they want to work. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with wanting. It's demanding that you get into somebody else's country. It sort of makes you it makes you, you want to just kind of look at them and go fuck you. Fuck fuck off. Yeah, yeah. It's like being in in somebody's country and wait having a parade or a march and waving the Mexican flag. Right. You know, so I don't know. There's something there's something wrong with that. There's a it's postmodernism gone crazy. Yeah. It's postmodernism where is it globalization gone crazy? No. I think that it's uh it's a it's a we have a battle going on against the West by postmodernists who want to throw out the idea that the West is, a, is whether you like it or not, the West is the most, and when I say the West, I'm talking about the Western, Western Europe. Oh, Western, you're including Western Europe. Okay. Well, we're talking about question. the West. Yeah, I got you. Western Europe, the United States, various other, you know, NATO countries, sure. shit like that. It's a, we get our values and our ethics and our, our beliefs from a Judeo-Christian background. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you have to believe in, you don't have to believe in God. You don't have to believe in Judeo-Christian principles. But there are, there are teachings that are in the Bible that are, that have found their way into into our into common law right that has existed for a long time and, it, and it's and it's what which what what postmodern modernists are trying to do is take those institutions and say oh no that's all wrong um, we shouldn't make people that come into our country say the United States we shouldn't make them assimilate we should encourage them to keep their own language and their own culture and no, no we shouldn't Right. If you want to come to the United States, we, we want you to become a United States citizen. Right. I mean, if we're going to let you in, we want you, we don't want you to be, you know. There's also this this part of the postmodernist philosophy is there's no matter whether it's staring you in the face, there's no difference between Muslim culture and. Uh, Western culture, which is based so on ridiculous Judeo-Christian value, right. and I'm, uh, well, it, it's like saying there's no difference between, uh, I don't know, a fucking how about child how molester or a a person that 
that uh, stole a fucking bottle cap, bottle of Coca Cola. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't think of a good analogy. It's just, it's ridiculous, is what it is. How about the difference between corporal punishment and non-corporal punishment? <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy. I mean, I'm not here to judge what. I don't give a fuck what people do in Muslim countries, but do it there. If you're a woman. And you want you want Muslims in the country? You're you're a fucking meaning. If you want Muslim culture in your country, right? I'm not saying Muslim people. There's people that are Muslim who have assimilated, who want to assimilate yeah. and become part of the wh- whatever country Fabric. they're going to go to. Right? They want to, you know, they don't want to be. They're looking for a way out because where they're coming from sucks. Right. And that's why we've got so many people in the United States from. Every country in the world, right? Because they wanted to come to the United States because we're not a nation of of. It's not a nation of religious ideas. It's a relate. It's a it's a it's a nation of laws, but our laws and our culture and our and our values are based on Judeo-Christian. Principles. Yeah, but they they go. We get a lot of the architecture that's in our laws from. How about those? Thou shalt the not old kill. Books. How about thou shalt not kill? Yeah, like Old Testament shit. And if you're, if 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 you're not Old Testament shit, Islam Islam will tell you, and Islamic people will tell you. Yeah, you shouldn't kill except for this or except for that. Well, how about you just don't kill. You don't oh, kill. Well, and it, the crazy part is you got people jumping up and down that they would fucking kill in a heartbeat. You got gay people. They, they'll kill, you're fucking gay. You, they'll throw you off a roof. They'll kill you. Yeah. They'll stone you to death. Right. You got women that, you know, you mouth off as a woman in, in, in the country of their origin. They'll fucking beat you to death. Yeah, how about if you're a Jew? They'll cut your head off. So Danny Pearl style. These are not uh, the this. This is a cultural clash. No, and I'm not because they're animals. That, that doesn't mean that they're they're animals. No, they're not all animals. No, I know you. You don't want you don't want their culture. We don't want your culture. Yeah, you don't want their culture. We don't want a microcosm of your culture right. in our country. And I think that's one of the main. It's one of the big reasons why Brexit happened. Because, you know, you had these postmodernists like, oh, well, this, you know, here's little, like, you can go to Chinatown in New York City, and yes, you can get, an ex- you can experience Chinese, you know, uh, culture and cuisine, and, but they they basically bought into this whole fucking, you know, they, they're not, they're not looking at your shoes and going, oh, you're a whore, and yeah. we're not going to serve you. Um, there's there's no room to have like oh we're gonna have our own little district over here and we're gonna have a Sharia law Sharia court. law right no no we're not we're not doing that right no you're gonna assimilate that well, is going you're down gonna get in parts of our country by the way yeah well one in Minnesota one in Michigan it's gonna be going out hopefully like like fucking National Guard style <laughs> hopefully. 
No, Roll I those mean, it, fucking it, tanks in. No, it just it it does not belong here. No, it doesn't. It's fucking that's backward ass. You don't get to have a, a secondary court where you you know scold women because of they what they're wearing. They didn't wear the fucking black one-eyed fucking burka suit. That being said, Joe, why can you show your nipples and your wife can't? Why is that? I I don't know. Isn't that weird? That to me is a weird rule. It's a fucking I get it, but well, there's a somewhere along the line it became not good for women to show their fucking nipples and okay for men. There's a misconception it. that that breasts are not a uh, a woman's breasts are not breasts are not sex organs. There's a there's a misconception. They're not. Do you follow what I'm saying? A guy's like breasts, but they're not a sex organ. Well, they're just a, something that you find attractive in a woman because you're trying to, you know, it's fucking. And if you go, if you, you you go to various, you know, you go to Greece and there's the the norm is to be women are topless at the beach. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. you probably. You know, for the first half hour, you're like, oh, my God. And then, yeah. like, you know, four hours later, you just don't care. You're yeah, talking, right. You're talking to a girl, and she's got her tits out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, you know, it's no big deal. I'm just saying, still in our country, this is just all these those little weird rules to me. I mean. Well, that's the. Maybe they should be showing there. Is it Quaker or Puritanical? Puritanical and Quaker are different. We've gone over that on kind of right. Which is the one? What are the you know the the ones where they want to stick you in solitary confinement because Puritanical? You, that's Puritan. Yeah. Puritan values. So we need we need to get rid of a lot of that's that. That's what that's what the Massachusetts Bay Colony was all about. They were run by Puritans, and that was different than Plymouth, by the way. Yes, yeah, that was different. We had people who used to be Puritans here. The Pilgrims were Puritan. Pilgrims were of the Puritans' t- time, but the Puritans ran Massachusetts Bay Colony, and that's why Massachusetts is a weird little place, man. It's a liberal bastion, but there's still... I mean, you couldn't buy beer on Sunday up until like 15 years ago. <laughs> you I know. know what I mean? I know. Bizarre. So it's very... Uh, it's, it's one of the most crooked political places ever. I mean, this yeah. is this is the land of Billy Bulger, who was fucking Senate president for years right. while his brother was fucking killing people. Right. Uh, and he knew nothing about it, of course, old little little Billy. And uh, it's just so crooked politically. And in liberal Massachusetts, they like locking people up. They oh, yeah. really do. They oh, enjoy. Yeah. We still have a very strong. Yet pot is legal. Unless you get caught with more than an ounce, then you'll get arrested. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just did. And this this gets back into the whole thing, and I don't want to go down that road, but it's just there's too many fucking laws, which means that there's too many, too much law enforcement, too many courts. Too many people writing regulations. Too many yeah. people. Too many. Yeah. Too many people with little robes on deciding what other people are going to be doing. And I think we need to get away from that because it doesn't work. You lock people up, you warehouse them for a while, and then you say, "All right, now you're out. 
and, and pay us some fucking fees. Right. Or you were going to warehouse you again. Yeah. And otherwise, we're going to throw you back. And it just it doesn't work. It, it, right. It can. They keep doing it, and it keeps failing. And you know, people keep wanting. Well, well, you know, he said mean things to my husband, so he should go to jail. I mean, this. <laughs> I've seen shit where. There's a couple of these going on. People that I know where a woman literally just went to the cops and said, this guy threatened me, and they fucking charged the guy. Right. And no evidence, no, did somebody see it? Nope. And the guy denies it, and, you know, you got you got his word against hers, and they fucking charged the guy with... Uh, and even I know one where there was like witnesses for the guy and not for the woman, and they still charge the guy. Right. And that's. And now he's in the fucking system. Great. Well, they love to get you in because yeah. once you get into that fucking system, you're in there for like there's a lot of fees along the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. always going to be some fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to got to pay people salaries, man. And you know, you got to all kinds of little probation workers and fucking people keeping track of you and then if there's alcohol involved, you have to fucking call in every day and it's it's, you know, I I know because I'm in the trades, I know all these little fucking You know, this, I got a guy, one of the framers, has to call in every day. There's some color, right? If his color matches right. up, he's got to go down and piss to the court and piss. Now, he doesn't have a driver's license, so he can't fucking get there. Yeah. So, but if he doesn't get there um, by end of day, he's fucked. They come and get him. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's more money yeah. that he doesn't have. So you drive the guy deeper into the hole, threatening him with jail time, and and it's just like, so you want to just you want to fucking put him down, and then you want to keep kicking him while he's down, and then you're surprised when he does something fucking crazy. Yeah, like, right. Like, well, I wish more people would do something crazy, like go down and shoot. <laughs> I would love to see them shoot the fucking like go in there and shoot like five or six cops that'd yeah. be great somebody that they just pushed over the limit right or go in there and nah, i don't want to see them shoot this the security guys at the court because they're basically nice guys but you know get in there and shoot some of them motherfucking yeah probation not, dickheads yeah they're not looking the, the, the guys working the fucking Metal detectors aren't looking to make your life miserable. No, they're really <laughs> they're not. not. They're actually pretty nice. Yeah, they are. But it's just, it's just, I don't know where this, like, let's be mean. Let's be mean to them. And that'll, that'll teach them, you know, and, and, and make it hurt too, you know, and that's, that's punishment. Speaking of the system and fees and rules, my son got his third fucking surchargeable offense in less than two years. It's actually less than one year. <laughs> he he got notice from the he got notice of impending license suspension by July tenth or fifth or something. He has to uh, <laughs> take a driver reeducation course. 
course, take and pass, or his license is going to be suspended until he does. So, really? yeah, poor kid. He got nicked. He 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 had a uh, failure to yield last year, and then he got a speed in last year, and then he got a speed in a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, they don't fuck around now, man. You get three surchargeable. But what I'm saying is, is there it is. It, you know where you're taking that fucking course. You're not taking that course privately. That's run. That's like the whole fucking drunk driving thing. So wait a minute. So you get. Three surchargeable offenses. Two speeding two. tickets, and then you got a bad inspection sticker. No, that's not a surchargeable offense. has to be a surchargeable offense. It used to be. It's not anymore. No. No? Bad inspection sticker is not a surchargeable offense. So if you get a sp- three speeding tickets. It is a moving tickets, violation. But yeah. It's not uh, surchargeable. Okay. So does the moving violation count? Not, or is no. It surchargeable. So that's like. Speeding tickets. Failure to yield. Remember, I told you the other day I got pulled over in the Crown Vic, and I didn't, I, I didn't move aside. Remember that story? Oh, you were, yeah, you're supposed. I to. didn't get a ticket. I got a warning, but that would be surchargeable if you wrote a ticket for that. You know what I mean? Could you get over and didn't? Uh, there was someone. On my left, I felt like I couldn't get over, and I didn't even. Argue. I would. I was prepared to argue that if he was going to give me a ticket, I just gave him the license and registration. Said it's my friend's car, and he came back. Oh, and he said, "Any problems with your license?" No. When's the last time you got pulled over? I told him last summer or something. He said, "I'll be right back." I didn't argue with him. If he gave me a ticket, I would argue with him, but I didn't argue with him. He just wrote me a warning. Knock on wood. I haven't had a speeding ticket. I haven't had a speeding ticket in forever. I mean, I, I think it's since I've lived in this house, except for New Hampshire and Vermont. You know, that whole fucking drunk driving thing, that, and I fucking didn't blow, and then I had to do... I got my license back quick, and then in the court it was... Uh, continued without a finding but because i didn't blow that fucking thing is on my fucking record for seven years i can't get a job fucking driving delivery for part-time it's on my fucking record (laughs) that fucking sucks because you because i didn't blow yeah i refuse to blow i refuse to blow see this is where which makes you guilty think about (laughs) think about the big picture here who who are these who are all these people that are Giving us the privilege to drive. This is us, right? Giving ourselves the privilege to drive? Yes. Is that that correct? Well, it's supposed to be. So, who are these fucking people? You know, meaning, there is a time when you get guns together, and a bunch of people, and you go to the state house, and you say, we've had about enough of this fucking you telling us what privileges we're going to be allowed to have. You know what I mean? And that's, I'm not talking about the, you know, I'm not really saying that seriously, but I'm not, I am saying that that's where, that's kind of where the Second Amendment came, that's, that's kind of where it came from. Because the people that wrote this, Constitution, and then 
the Bill of Rights, knew that people are fucking evil and crooked. Right. And that that's why the document works so well. It's not it's not written it's written to prevent tyrannical assholes from being able to take over. That's why there's right. checks and balances and and I really believe we're in a situation like what is this fucking bullshit where if you you have a right to not incriminate yourself. That's the Fifth Amendment. Yeah. So when you get pulled over and you say, I'm not drunk, and the guy says, I believe you are, and they take you to the station and you say, I'm not blowing it, I am, I, you are pleading the Fifth. Right. So they've, they've circumvented that whole thing. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, because they have it wrapped up in it some sort of a privilege for you to be able to drive. Well, who's fucking Now, I was, I was able to get my license back quicker because I didn't blow. I was able to get it right back, but... Because you didn't yeah. or did? No, if I had blown and, and, it, and it went, you know, green or whatever it is and said I was drunk, I would have lost my license, period, for 90 days. I lost my license for two weeks until I got my Cinderella license. I got it back as soon as I could get it. But it's on my fucking record that I didn't blow, and now it's... So now... That's kind of like half admitting Fill me in on what, ha what happened with the case. I, I went once. It got continued without a finding uh, because, I, uh, because, I didn't, because I didn't blow. Why did I had to do the course. Why did but you I was fight? Able to, huh? Did you, did you attempt to... You didn't fight the charge, though, did you? Did you I, plead no contest? I pleaded no contest, right. And that's because you wouldn't be able... See, they hold you hostage. Yeah. I wouldn't saying, have been able to get my license. You can't, you can't have your license. So but I you, did get it. So now you can't go to work. Right. So we're, we're not going to let you go to work. So basically what, what we're going to do is we're going to force you to plead guilty. Yeah, and I didn't plead guilty. I pleaded no contest. Oh, same thing. So I had to... Part of the deal was you can have your license back because you never do, you know, cause you're like, your drive so is fine. Do you is can they, get your license back. It's you got to be hang, home at midnight. They hang the license yes. as like a carrot in yep. front of you. But you got to do the 16-week course. And after that, you can your Cinderella license is over and you can get your thing back. But, you know, it, and it's continued. Do you have a DUI on your record? If you... I just had someone pull my driving record, and it says I refused the breathalyzer right on the report. It says I refused the breathalyzer, and then the court, and then it was found, it was continued without a finding. That's what it says. It says refused to comply with the breathalyzer, continued without a finding. So you were not found. So you don't have a DUI. On your record. I do have a DUI on my record. Well, if it was continued without a finding, then it goes away after a certain amount of time. Well, it's still there. First time offense stays with you forever. But you didn't, you weren't proven to be drunk. I'm Did telling you, you that th that's the gray area I'm talking about. If you pled no contest, you're basically saying. It's probably right here in my email. Because that. Back in 1985, when I had, when I had my 
drunk driving thing, I pled no contest. Because back then, you lost your license for 30 days. And I did blow on the breathalyzer. You lost your license for 30 days. You went to an eight-week course. And then after six years... It was. It would be as if it never happened, right? So if you didn't, if you didn't get another DUI within six years, then that one was gone forever. And then along came Melanie's law, and I just want to say I didn't run Melanie over, and fuck Melanie. And her grandfather, who got this fucking stupid law passed, that basically, you know, everybody that pled no contest, like I did, pled no contest with the understanding that this would be gone in six years. Right. So basically, what you've done is you've you changed the rules. You changed all the rules of the game. So if I if that was the rule of the game, where you're gonna have this for life. There's a good chance I would have fought that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Because I don't want this on my record for, you know, six years. All right, I can deal with that. I can behave. But for the rest of my, no, I don't want to do that. So what you've done is fucked all these people. Yeah. Me among them. And these, these are the people that... I mean, maybe I shouldn't have been driving around drunk either, but... Well, we don't know that you were drunk. You never blew in the breathalyzer. Mm. You might not have been. Yeah, you're right. And you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, right. So what they say to you is, oh, well, even though we don't know that you were drunk, we're not going to give you your license back. We're going to make it incredibly hard for you. And then... To the point where you can't get to work, so we're going to make it so that you're going to plead because so you can get your license back. So here we go. Violations, October 13th, 2013. Refused to submit to test for alcohol dash implied consent law. Description, refused to submit to test for alcohol implied consent law. Administrative finding... October 15th, and then also I was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol. Description, driving under the influence of alcohol, issued the 13th. Disposition continued without a finding, 24D program. So technically, it was continued without a finding, but it's still on my fucking record. You know what I mean? Continued without a finding, 24D program. This is how they get you. Yeah. So when you get your driver's license, you have essentially, even though you, you 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 may or may not know this, but you've by getting your driver's license, you've implied that you consent that if any time a law enforcement officer asks you to to prove that you're not drunk, then and Ref- you refuse refuse then you've already, you're breaking, you've, you've already promised that you will test. So if you don't, then you're breaking your promise. Now, I don't know who that promises to. Right. Is that to the 
is that to the people of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts? I guess. Or is that to the some fucking? Or is it to the cops? Scumbag, cunt, motherfucker, lawmaker, who ought to be executed? Yeah. Um, who who doesn't like due process? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, and then yeah. They're going to find out a fucking way around it. You know, they can't fucking prove that you're stoned on pot <laughs> because whether you're stoned right now or you got stoned yesterday or a week ago, it's in your blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can't say, oh, you're wicked baked. You certainly can't blow a breathalyzer for it. And all the piss is going to say is if it's in your system also. You know what I mean? They're going to figure out that one too. They're going to have to because if they want to make some more money. Well, here's something. They already legalized the pot so they could get the fucking taxes from it. I'll tell you one thing. It's made the fucking the street pot cheaper. I thought it would make it more. It made street pot cheaper, legalized, legalized marijuana. Well, of course it would. Now they have competition. It's amazing. Tennessee has an implied consent law, which means that by driving, a motorist agrees to have their blood or breath tested for alcohol under certain circumstances. In 2016, the U.S. Supreme Court decided that imposing criminal penalties for failing to take a blood test was unconstitutional. See, we need a little bit more of that going on. In Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, well, this is fucking... And that's what it is, implied consent, when you sign up to get your fucking... Right, like just like you said. Well, who can't... How many... What percentage of the population cannot have a fucking can can live without having a driver's license? Well, right now, no, not much in this country. Now, not not in Massachusetts. With the autonomous, which is coming quickly, with the autonomous cars, which is going to be so great, because now we're not going to really need any cops. We're going to need a lot less. Yeah, you won't because need traffic cops. cops will be cars will be driving themselves. Yeah. And they'll drive the fucking speed limit. You know, there's, I don't think they're going to be a lot of overrides where you can go, go 90 in this fucking, you know what I mean? So. The speed limit will be higher, too, eventually. <laughs> are you going to need a license to just get into a fucking car that drives itself? I don't think you're going to. Eventually, no. Not in our lifetime, though, Joe. Oh, yeah. In our lifetime. You Elon think? Musk, two years ago, said that in 10 years... There, so this will be, uh, what's the date, right? 2019. So let's say eight years from now. 2027. They won't sell a car that doesn't have autonomous driving. Wow. Amazing. That's a pretty bold prediction. Yeah. Now, maybe he's off by five years. <laughs> we'll be around when, where you can't buy a car that doesn't at least have the option for autonomous driving. Yeah. And there'll be cars being sold without a fucking steering wheel, too. You know, and this will this will change the law because they'll have to write policy for this shit. Right. Can you be shit-faced in an autonomous... If you're not driving it, who cares? You're just a passenger. Right. So, 
it's going to be very interesting. But, you know, what kills me is, and I, and I keep, and I don't know why this, you know what kills me? What kills you, Joe? I'll tell you, here's what, it, what bothers me so much. So, you get, I want to be, I'm not anti-police. I want every cop to be a morally better than me. Good luck. You know what I mean? That That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an upstanding citizen. And these people are the biggest bunch of fucking crooks. Yeah. Especially the the most, the Massachusetts State Police, which is the Highway Patrol. Essentially. And we go on, you know, I've gone on and on about this. Who are the biggest bunch of fucking crybaby crooks. Right. Uh, False time card filling oh out my motherfuckers. God, just, there's a scandal every, because they're fucking criminals. They're yeah. criminals. They had a, there was a captain who was busted down to fucking trooper. And that was his punishment. Because he fucking out, he got drunk and went out and outran the local cops. <laughs> I, I believe that's fucking uh, cause for dismissal. Yeah, sure. Not not being busted from Captain should no trooper. longer be allowed to be a police officer. You shouldn't officer. be pulling people over right. and lecturing them on on driving drunk. Right. <laughs> if you've been you've been in a high speed chase yeah. as a cop, yeah. you should be fucking fired. Yeah. And it, it and just goes on and on with these cocksuckers. And probably jailed. <laughs> yeah, you should do some time. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, if you're a fucking cop driving shit-faced, outrunning the local police, trying right. to outrun the local police, you're held in higher esteem than everyone else. Right. Much like if you shoot a cop, then they're coming after you a lot harder than if you yeah, just right. shot an ordinary citizen. Yeah, right. Well, it, it's, it's it should... the standard goes both ways. Yeah, sure. If you're, if you're this... You know, if you you're held to a higher standard, then if you try to outrun the fucking police while you're a cop, you should be in jail. Right. Not not rewarded with a fucking job. Right. You get to keep. Oh your well, job. You, we busted him down. To, I I called on this one. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Why is this fucking guy? Whoa, he got busted, the trooper." I'm like, "Well, why so is he what? on the fucking road?" Yeah. He's a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Ooh, well, you know, you don't know the whole situation. Yeah, I do. I read it in the paper. Yeah. What's the whole? Si- what am I missing? Yeah. He tried to outrun. Oh well, you know, he had, uh, you know, family issues or something. Yeah. Well, that d- d- doesn't seem to work with any. Uh, doesn't work yeah, for us, a, does it? No. Yeah, it wouldn't work for you. It's especially imagine if the guy fucking mowed over a bunch of people too. <laughs> you know what? You want. And I know it's like it's fucking asking for a miracle here, but you're looking for a little bit of fairness. You're looking for a little bit of rational fucking, all right, we're going to hold you in high esteem? Great. That's fine. Right. But if you fuck up, you better be ready for the consequences because we're going to hold you in high esteem all the way to jail. Yeah. Yeah, And at the very least, you just don't get a a job at all. Then live by the fucking Puritan rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to arrest pot smokers? And then we go in and find you having a fucking pot party with all your buddies with 18 pounds of weed, and you're a cop, go to fucking jail. How about, how about this? You arrest pot people, 
and you fill out a fake time card? <laughs> they didn't even have to smoke pot. To me, it's just like that's even worse. They had to you know close I mean? a whole fucking barracks barracks down. Yeah. Because they're so fucking dirty. Yep. And this probably spreads everywhere. Like, they think that it went all the way up to the colonel. Sure. So, I don't know. That's I don't want to get on cop talk. I That's just, all right. You no, know. no, it just, it makes me pissed off, and I don't, I don't need that. Fuck them. They're all scum. But you know what? This drunk driving shit. None of the none of the punishment fits the crime. Right. It's just, you know, it's like, oh, well, if if this is the problem with having morons. They're hoping to get you in the system. That's all. They get you in there and they're hoping that they'll, you'll stay in it, you know? Same thing with my son here that we were just talking about. That fucking cop knew that this was going to be and he was going like you know, 68 in a fucking 60 or something stupid. He was going like eight miles. It's like, you know that this kid is fucking going to... It's just ridiculous. Now he's got to fucking pay for a program. I hope he... Hopefully he does it. Hopefully he pays for the program and slows the fuck down. <laughs> he does drive too fast. Yeah, but if you have... This is... Is it three and two years? Yeah. Three and two calendar year, twenty four calendar months. If you months. commute, well, look, my wife doesn't get any speeding tickets. Yeah, I so mean, I guess neither you, do you or I anymore. Right. You know? So I guess you can do it. It's youth. It's it youth. is youth. Yeah, He'll I used to get a lot of speeding. I tickets did too. When I, was I had a lot when I was younger. I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in forever. And every time I get pulled over, it's never for speeding. It's for something. I either, I either go, I either am very nice and I get a warning, or I. In, he goes, they say something, and I go, it wasn't me. <laughs> Actually, I did get pulled over for speeding once on 44. The guy was, I was going that, I told I him the story a million times. I'm like, yeah. well, you read the fucking gun wrong. I didn't say fuck. And he, <laughs> he was not happy. But he wrote me a warning. And same thing with a cop on the same road, not a mile away. You couldn't, you can't pull around the right over there. And go by if there's a if someone's going left, and someone did it. It wasn't me. I was a hundred feet behind that truck that was at that light waiting to go left. Guy pulled me over. What's going on? You went around the truck there. That's you're not supposed to do that. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. What do you mean it wasn't you? I saw you. I write the ticket. I got somewhere to be. I will. I I I, I will whatever. What's the word? I'll oh, fight it. Fight it, but. Now what they've done I've is said write the ticket three times to cops. They love that. You you uh you have to pay to go and f- and fucking dispute the ticket. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to pay. It's been so long. I because I had a I had a bullshit one. Um, I forget what the fuck it was. It wasn't uh. Oh, oh, it was part of the, uh, maybe it was a speeding ticket in Wareham a long time ago, and I fought it. Like on that long stretch of Route 28 or something? Well, there were two cop cars parked, you know, so they talked to each other. Yeah. 
And I wasn't... And there's like this huge... Like you come... The highway split, and then it goes back together again. Yeah, sure. All right? I don't, I don't know where it is. Yeah. But you go through this light, and it goes from like fucking 50 to 30 and 27 right. feet. And I was pulling into the Home Depot parking lot, and the guy's behind me. I'm like, what the fuck is this, you know? And uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, and he was talking to his buddy, and I'm like, the fuck do you know if I was speeding? And yeah, I, right. I don't think I was, but oh, it's a thirty, and I'm like, where? It's fucking. So, I fought that, and then you go to the court, and I had to pay twenty five bucks to fight it. Then you have the magistrate. How do you get one of those jobs? Do you have to suck cock? <laughs> I believe How much so. Cum? Do you have to swallow like three gallons of cum right. to get one of those magistrate jobs? And boy, are they fucking... Like, I have no respect for them. And I show it, right? I'm like, how did you get your job? Who'd you, who'd you know? To, you know, this is after I lose, by the way. Right. Because they have the they have the fucking uh, the cop of the day, because the cop that pulled you over isn't there. Right. It's the fucking, and I'm looking at. It and I'm like, how the fuck do you know? You weren't even there. Whoa! Well, I'm reading the report, and I'm like, yeah. Well, because the guy lied. Yeah. And so what they do is they go, oh well, we'll we'll we'll. Instead of a hundred, we'll bring it to fifty. And I'm like, it's not the fifty bucks; it's the fucking surcharge. Yeah. Oh well, you know that you can fight it, but that's seventy five dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I look at him and I go, "Did you? Who did you blow to get in here?" And you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, when the cop who's there gets, well, how can, how dare you talk to God? Like yeah, that? right. Like right. this, this fucking asshole clerk magistrate. Who sucked dick to get his job is right. some suck fucking deity. No. Oh, you're not a deity to me, you cunt. You're a fucking tax taking piece of shit. Right. And you probably ought to be executed. You puritanical cunt. And if he lived by his own standards, he if, if he if he abided by his own standards, he'd have to kill himself. Right. Do you follow what I'm saying? Because. Usually they're huge hypocrites, right? But uh, I don't know. I said that because I wasn't going to pay the seventy-five bucks and then go fight it. And uh, but so I left there with an impression. I'm like, you know, I hope you take the money and shove it up your ass. You know, where do I pay you, fucking piece? In the in the cops there. Like he's waiting for me to do something, and I'm not gonna do anything crazy. Yeah, I'm just mouthy. I get mouthy when I drink. Well, that's what Doug Stanhope says. Doesn't everybody? Doug Stanhope has a great thing about the troops. He said, "You know, I take the troops on an individual basis. I support the troops on an individual basis. Yeah, right. Because I was in." Colleen, Texas. I don't even know if that's the town. And I walked out of the bathroom, and there was a troop standing there, and I he backed into me, kind of, and I sort of 
was a little drunk and I might have bumped into him and I spilled his piss warm beer and, and that troop wanted to beat me to death. I, I offered to buy him a, a, another beer or two or his whole table, and he just wanted to beat me to death. You don't support that troop. And he said, I hope that troop had his head blown off the first <laughs> day that he was in fucking battle. Right. And, and he goes on, he says, you know, he, <laughs> he said... Now, I just want to say, you know, I'm not against the police or anything like that. You know, I did a benefit uh, for for the, you know, for, for the police. And uh, he went on and on about how he did this benefit. And he goes, is there any cops in the audience? And then it was like two of them, you know, because it, it gave them the, that he, you know, now that he said he did this benefit. He goes, oh, now I know where you are. I didn't do any fucking benefit. I just wanted to know where the fucking pigs are in case I want to score some drugs later on, you fucking egomaniacs. Oh, it was great. Because he's like, he says, and, you know, fuck this. You're, you're, you're putting your life on the line for me. Right. You fucking, you, you just want to kill somebody. Right. You want to kill somebody legally, and that's why you joined. You didn't join because you want to protect the public. You joined because you want to fucking kill somebody. And he goes, just like the guy in Colleen, Texas, who as long as we have wars where you can sign up and the people that want to kill somebody sign up and go fight other people, that want to kill somebody, then we're killing all the right people. Yeah, right. Then war's all right. And I have to actually kind of agree with him. Sure. Because if you want to kill somebody, if that's your, you know, you just want to get, you want to have that high of fucking killing somebody, which I believe a lot of these fucking cocksuckers do. Sure. You know, it's I always say, you get a gun as part of your job, and that's your tool, and you can't use your tool... Then that's it's like giving a carpenter a hammer and and telling him he can never pound a fucking nail in. Right. You know what I mean? That these motherfuckers want to at least kill one person. Yeah. They're not and they're not shooting the maim either. Oh no, they're gonna fucking kill you. They're gonna put seventeen bullets into your head. And uh, the blacker the better. Like if some poor black kid has a fucking air pistol. Right drawn at them. They'll be more than happy to put fucking seven fucking bullets in his oh, chest. Oh, it doesn't even have to be... A, it could they be won't a even fucking, fucking wing them. Just plastic, shoot them in the fucking knees, you morons. Plastic cap gun. Yeah, right. They'll yeah. kill them fucking With dead. the orange thing right on it. Oh, Knowing, well, that could be a painted... That could be painted orange right. to fake us out. Knowing that the family doesn't have the money to fight them in court. Yeah. Ever. Or bury the kid, for that matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, they're great like that. Yeah, they love it. And by the way, if that same kid, we have to, if um, that same kid died of heroin, it's because of cops. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Not, it's the same thing as the cops shooting him dead. By the way, killing them, killing them with heroin. law enforcement. Yeah, killing We're them with killing law kids with law enforcement. Yep. I we have to get off this. We, we can't talk about this anymore. All right, well, I got a couple... No, no, I don't mean tonight. Like, I have to give this up as a subject. Oh, cause, all right. Well, because it's like... No, you don't. I so come just across revisit just it every once in a while. cop hater. And I, I don't hate... I'm not looking for anarchy. 
I'm looking for somehow the people. We have to pay. I don't know. Maybe we have to pay them more. No, no. How's this? All cops are black. Oh, I've, well, I've said all cops have to be black. Yeah. What if we no do that? No more white. No Irish. Per- anyone with Irish heritage, heritage yeah. should ever become a cop. Yeah. And if there's a black guy who has one great grandparent who's Irish, he doesn't get to be a cop. No. <laughs> no. No. No more Irish. We're looking for all African fucking ancestry. The most racist, fucking brutal scum that have ever occupied the police forces of this country, uh, especially in the in the northeast region of the country, yeah, and occupied all of the firehouses of the fucking Irish. Right. The Irish came over, and the Irish figured out the political game, and then they made all of their pals. Once once they took over the politics, they made all their pals the the fucking cops and the firefighters and they're the the Irish are the fucking most angry they got the fucking smallest dicks and I'm Irish yeah I know about the Irish yeah. they they they're fucking angry they want to fight they they uh just Nasty fucking human beings. By the way, crony they should never ever be an easily, easily um, brought into fucking rage. You know but, what I mean? By the way, the word crony has its roots in Gaelic. <laughs> How's that? That's a fact. Oh, and they're all. It's they're not just a word; it's a whole concept. And I'm telling you, it's foreign to most other Western European. These are these are my sentiment. people. They're, yeah. they're, uh, there's some decent Irish, but a lot of them are fucking scumbags. I'm just going to throw out two things, Joe, before we wrap it up. One is Benjamin Netanyahu got reelected. Thank fucking God. Yep, thank God, BB. He'd be a great president of the United States, never mind Prime Minister of Israel. I've, always, I've often thought I wouldn't mind going to Israel. American educated. And fight. For the Israelis. I'd put my two years in so I could be a citizen. Sure. I don't know if it works that way, but I love Israel. You know why? Because Israel is a place you can go to in the Middle East. It's the only place you can go to in the Middle East and not fear being thrown off a roof because you're gay. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's the only democracy in the Middle East. And it's a true it's a it's a true democracy. Yeah, it is. And they're surrounded by people that hate them. Yet they persevere and and I'm I'm 100% down with Israel because after the Holocaust, the Jews needed a home. Yeah, sure. After they killed Basically, half of the Jewish population might be a third, but it was a lot of them. You know, even if you don't agree with the six million, say say you like fucking set on five million, just because you're you know, still a lot of fucking people. It's a lot of people, yeah, a lot of souls. 
A lot of dead people. A lot of dead kids. So I'm a I'm a big I'm a huge fan of the Jews and I'm a huge fan of Israel. They uh and I believe I would if like somebody said to me, Look, we need you to come over and do some kill some can I kill Palestinians? Can I kill the ones with the that wear the bombs? Yeah. Because I'm tired of the... They're just whiny cunts. Right. You're lost. Yeah. You're like an American Indian. No, they're not, they're not <laughs> they're even not that. Even. I mean, yeah. the real indigenous... The real Indians are the fucking... Are the Jews. Yeah, right. Not the Palestinians. Palestinians Indigenous. Are, you know, Palestinians are like... I'm trying to think of a... Um, they're like the... Uh, I'm trying to think of a real scumbag group of people. Palestinians are kind of like the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Israel uh, sent a craft to the moon and it crashed on the fucking surface of the moon. Did you hear about that? No. I was surprised. I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't even know about it till it till it crashed. Did they Nobody mean, died. Did I mean, they it was mean an it unmanned. No, nah, it was unmanned. But they now nah, something went wrong with the landing and it ended up crashing. It's destroyed. Do you know there's a huge amount of patents that come out of Israel? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. you got this little enclave with six million people in it. Yeah. And like, there's less Jews in Israel than Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's fucking huge amounts of, of intellectual talent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. What a, it's a cradle of, uh, like, all of the Arabs around them. Say say there's 500 million Arabs mm. and then the 6 million Jews. The 6 million Jews do more for the world as far as, you know, making better things. Yeah, and, and never mind per capita, just period. Period. <laughs> yeah, period. Then all 500,000 of those fucking animals. And you know what? We got the best of all. 500 million. And we get the best of all the, you know, Iranian Scientists and Iraqi scientists, they all end up here anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're intelligent. We, well, the Iranians, we get them. Are, they're Persians, so they're not, yeah. they're not Arabs. They happen to be Muslim. Yeah, right. But if you can get the ones that aren't, you know, you want the ones that want to assimilate, getting back to what, how we yeah, started right. here. Yeah, we've if come you, full circle. If you want to, like, assimilate, that's great. It doesn't mean you have to give up your... You can still go to the mosque and shit. It just, you know, don't just don't be trying to set up a Sharia, Sharia law court. court. Yeah, fuck that. So you, you can, don't get that. So you can beat a woman who drove a car, right? You know, because or her, listen to the radio. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or fucking you know, whatever. Drove. Th yeah, right. Drove a car. That's exactly it. Hey, everybody! It's a great David Tell line. One with this. Yeah. When you go to the Middle East, after you get something to eat, what do you want to see? Something that everybody wants to see. A woman beaten for driving a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a spectator sport over there. It is. All right, folks. All right. So I'm Al. He's Joe. This is kind of right. Uh, Show 114. I'd say send me email, but that's just... Fuck it. Um, 
And have a good weekend, Joe. You too, buddy. All right. Good night, Waterbury.